Thanks for joining us for the Fight for Your Marriage podcast with Charlene Steinkamp. This is a place where you can find hope for your marriage through Jesus Christ. Hi, it's Lori, and I'm here with Charlene, and we're going to talk about a common statement that we hear from people, and that statement is, I stopped praying for my spouse to come home. Don't give up. Don't grow weary in praying for your spouse. Whether your spouse is home or your spouse is gone from the home, even if your marriage has been restored, my mom has said that she would be a stander for life. It is important to never give up on praying for your marriage. Just this week, I received an email, and it said that her husband has left and gone and gotten involved in another affair. And she's devastated and ready to go file divorce. This took me back down memory lane. And I believe the greatest gift you or I can give anyone is to pray for them. There are so many people that God is putting in your way that God is wanting you to pray for them, daily, weekly, whatever. But I am hearing so frequently that prayer is an option, that prayer isn't really necessary to pray for other people or for kids at college or anything else. So my goal in this podcast is to deliver one message to you. Never stop praying for your spouse and family, regardless of how old they might be. When a marriage is in the process of marriage restoration, you are going to go through ups and downs in that process of marriage restoration. I'm not being negative. I am asking you to know how powerful prayer is. And if we stop praying, the enemy is going to come in and try to steal what the Lord is doing in resurrecting your marriage. In Colossians chapter 4, verse 2, it says, Devote yourself to prayer, being watchful and thankful. And that says to me that prayer is a necessity. We can use as an example is Jesus for being a prayer warrior. I can tell you that your prayer life may start at five minutes and reading the Bible, but we need to always just talk to the Lord. If I lose anything or if you've got a big meeting you're going into, I would just shoot a short sentence and say, Lord, give me wisdom, give me knowledge, give me direction, put the words in my mouth that I need to present what I'm presenting in this meeting. When I hear somebody say, I can't pray for my marriage anymore, I I have nothing else to say. When I ran out of words of what to say and praying while Bob was gone, he took me to Paul's prayers and Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. There are so many scriptures we can pray for. And that is what I want to challenge you today, is that when your spouse, husband or wife, starts coming around, seeing the kids more, offer to cook them a dinner, offer to go to the movies together, start doing things to get your fun back into your marriage and build a new foundation with your being different. You talked about Jesus being our example. In Mark chapter 14, verse 32, before Jesus faced the cross, he took his disciples up and he said, sit here while I pray. 
And in verse 34, we can see the emotion that Jesus was filled with. It says, my soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death, he said to them. Stay here and keep watch. And a few verses later, you see him speaking to his father. And he's saying to God, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And you've probably cried out a similar prayer saying, God, I can't take it anymore. And if you could take this cup from me, if you can make this pain stop, if you can bring my spouse home, if you can show my spouse the light. And Jesus prayed that same prayer. But for this season, God has not taken the pain away from you. He's allowing you to go through this right now. And that's why it's so important to continue to stay in communion with the Father and to continue to pray. If you are struggling with what to pray, I challenge you to write out your prayers. We've talked many times about how important journaling was to both my mom and dad when they were going through a divorce. When they were remarried and came back together, they realized how much their journals matched each other. She would write a prayer request out for a day that God would block a situation from happening And he would mark in his journal that something blocked the entertainment that he thought he was going to be involved in that day. And she could see answers to prayers. So don't give up on praying for your spouse. If you're struggling with what to pray, go through the scriptures and pray that your spouse would have the mind of Christ. Pray that your spouse would be reminded of the happy days in your marriage. Pray that your spouse would come in contact with a man or a woman who can lead them to the Lord. Pray that your spouse would have a heart for you and for the memories that you've had and for their family. Don't stop praying. Whether it's been five days or five years that your spouse has been gone, don't give up on making that prayer for them a priority. When you see anger, bitterness, or any of the emotions that they're going through, there are scriptures in Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians that say we're not to have that attitude, those uh, words, those emotions and feelings. And you know what? We often lose our temper or we don't zip our lips and we say things that they push our buttons and then you have lost it. If we will stay focused with putting God first in our lives, reading a psalm, a proverb, or reading the New Testament, reading the Old Testament, you're going to see verses that are going to leap out and talk about breaking the chains or healing somebody. And it's going to be where you can pray for some of your people, or especially your spouse, that they will have a heart transformation. Take that heart of stone and turn it to a heart of flesh. Ezekiel 36, 36 says, Then the nations around you that remain will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt what was destroyed and have replanted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. Now, may I tell you and remind you that if your spouse is starting the process of coming around and doing family functions or going to ball games or different things, there may be things of the flesh you're seeing in your spouse that are not gone yet. And he's trying or she's trying to readjust to being out of a lifestyle that they know they made a mistake. And my challenge to you is keep asking the Lord while you're with them, Lord, I forgive them, and you have to work on that. That is an issue that they need to still get 
transformed on. And we have to wait for them to get spiritually filled and grow in the Lord. And sometimes when our spouses come home, they have surrendered their heart, they've remarried you, or they've, you were never divorced, but there are going to be times that they are going to be, walk in the flesh a lot, especially in the process of marriage restoration. And I'm saying to you, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. And if your husband or wife slips and falls into a sinful relationship again, which they all don't, but my husband had the other woman following him for six months off and on, and we came to the point that we knew it, it was getting to him so confused, which was the temptation, had the other temptation, right, coming after him again. And so he went and saw a counselor by himself. He did not want me to go. He said, this is my problem. And I want you to know, I, once he told me that she was coming and going, I'm finding him wherever he was, I'm telling you, my prayer life went back to where he was when he was gone. I knew I had to put on the armor of God. I knew I had to pray without ceasing. I had to realize the enemy was trying to steal what God had just put back together again. So may I warn you, do not stop praying and praying for your husband or wife for the rest of your life and that you and I would continue to grow in the Lord, and that when you see something that's a temptation, a lot of times I hear from men and women that all of a sudden an old friend or a one of their original girlfriends, your first girlfriend, your first boyfriend, all of a sudden contacts you, and they want to get together, and they've just gone through a divorce. That is a trick from the enemy. And there's all these sorts of tricks from the enemy. But if we have stopped praying, we're going to be gullible to meet them. And we had one standard that was very strong in the Lord that we knew personally. And he left for the other person and married the other person that he met in high school. And you know what? When he talked to Bob, he said, I should have never done it. It was a trick from the enemy, but I'm just going to stay where I'm at. He was the stander. There was no other wife praying for him. I want you to understand, beware of the tricks of the enemy. I would love to share a couple of scriptures that have been special to me. James 4, 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. If we're being tempted, if I'm being tempted by anything, not to pray, not to read my Bible for three days. Think of this scripture, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. There, put your spouse's name in that. Purify their hearts, Lord. You double-minded. You're praying that your husband or wife will not be double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change their laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up. 
that is a prayer where you can put both your names in it, that you will be Christ-like and you're growing in the Lord, but we're praying right in the middle of that. It can be a prayer where you're praying that your husband or wife will be purified with their heart. They will not be double-minded. They will grieve, mourn, and wail. They will want to come home. They will want to be with your family and that they will humble themselves before the Lord. But we need to humble ourselves before the Lord every day, praying, and that the Lord will speak to them, and that they will flee from the devil. You will have the enemy speak temptation to you in many ways, and he's also going to speak temptation to your husband or wife, that it's not time to come home, or that there's a temptation two years, three years, five years. Do not stop praying for all marriages and your marriage to continue to grow in the Lord. I want you to understand the power of prayer is so great. Do you want to close us in prayer? Thank you, Laura. I would love to pray. Lord, we just praise you and thank you that you are such a powerful example. And Lord, I pray that you would just continue to bless this dear standard, this one praying for their marriage to be all that you want it to be. We pray for spouses to come home, to come to their senses. We thank you that you are all that we need. And we just ask that you would continue to strengthen us, empower us, give us the mind of Christ each and every day. If we're weary, may we cry out to you, say, Lord, help us. Increase my strength. Increase my tenacity. Lord, help me have the perseverance that I need. Lord, we are asking you to touch this special one that is listening today. Lord, we are praying that these men and women will cry out to you for their most urgent need and know that you are hearing them and you will direct their steps. Thank you, Lord, for being their source each and every day, their Heavenly Father, and we will just give you the praise and the glory for what you're going to do. Lord, move their mountain and melt it like wax. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, be sure to subscribe so that you're notified when a new episode is released. And if you enjoyed this podcast and you found it beneficial, will you submit a review so it will help our rankings and other people will be able to find it? If you want to reach out to us, you can do so from our website, again, www.rejoiceministries.org. Write us and tell us how you enjoyed this podcast. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit rejoiceministries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.